Hello, hello, hello to my favorite people in the entire world and welcome or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast where we go so deep on what I believe to be the stuff which truly matters in life. I'm talking self-awareness, self-reflection, self-inquiry. I am sitting here today in London on a Saturday morning with the most divine flowers on the table. They're kind of dark pinky red with blue in them. They're truly exquisite. Anyhow, this episode is not about flowers. I really don't know that much about flowers, would love to, but I don't. Um, So instead, what this episode is about is the question, what habits make you feel good? And I don't know about you, but I have an interesting relationship with habits. And no doubt many people are sitting there and they're like, what on earth? You have lost the plot if you're analyzing your relationship with habits. Well, I have news for you. Number one, I lost the plot quite some time ago. And you know what? It's super fun. So I highly recommend it. And number two, that's precisely what we do on this podcast. We explore the stuff that we're just not taught to explore in school because we deserve to empower ourselves. So if this sounds like a plan to you, stick around for the fun. So now I hear you ask, why are we discussing habits today? Well, funny you should ask because I have a pretty good answer lined up to this question. If you think about it, we have so many tiny habits and also big habits, which we do every day. And I'm talking about everything from biting your nails to, I don't know, what you eat to what you do to what you spend your time thinking about out of habits. But we don't really choose these things in a lot of cases intentionally. We just do them because they are our habits. And why this matters, at least to me, is that some of those habits make us feel good. And these are the ones we should pour more attention to. And some of these habits make us feel bad. And these are the things we should be thinking about how we can move away from by firstly just acknowledging that we do these things and then exploring why we do these things, thinking about what we can release so that we don't rely on those habits anymore. So in summary, the point of this episode is hopefully to encourage you to just become more conscious of the things you do every day and then to start to think about whether those things make you feel good. So becoming more conscious of how you're using your precious energy and your time rather than just doing everything on autopilot. And side note-ish, I say ish because it's kind of related, but also a tangent. If you listen to this podcast, you know I love a good tangent. And we're going to get into this way more later on in this episode. But I do want to highlight up front that I know there's a lot, like a lot of stuff out there about habit maximization, habit stacking, the importance of habits, etc., ETC. And this, in my opinion at least, can be a little bit overwhelming. So when I say that we should all be more conscious of our habits, I'm more coming from the perspective of you deserve to feel good. And so you deserve to be doing things which make you feel good. And so it's worth being aware of exactly what you're doing in the form of habits and how those things are making you feel so that you can start living more intentionally. And obviously, productivity might come into that because being productive feels good to many of us. But I just want to ground this discussion in how our habits make us feel. So 
The outline for this episode is I'm going to start with some habits which make me feel good, which I love, the habits which ground me. And warning, I will be talking through my morning routine in excruciating detail. We are getting specific here, people. And then I want to share some thoughts on habits more generally. So talking about not just doing habits mindlessly, being aware that quote unquote healthy habits can become unhealthy and also the importance of mindset around habits. So in terms of random Zoe updates, I want to share something which I put on my story the other day on Instagram and I got loads of messages about. I have been maybe once a week doing this thing where I write a list of everything I'm really proud of myself for. And let me tell you why. I think we tend to focus way too much on all the stuff we didn't quite do right, or we didn't quite get right, or the things we just think I could have done that a tiny bit better. So we focus disproportionately on what we think is quote unquote bad, rather than celebrating the wins. But listen, wonderful listeners, we deserve to celebrate our wins, even the tiniest of wins, because if we don't celebrate those wins, who the hell will? Be so proud of yourself for the things you do and use this list to tap into that. And I'm talking about things like having an uncomfortable conversation you didn't want to have, being proactive about something at work, doing like the tiniest bits of life admin so it's not hanging over you, making a new meal, going to bed early, getting fresh air, just basically celebrating the stuff we do that we deserve to praise ourselves for and feel good about ourselves for. So that is my update. That is something I have been doing, which I think maybe everyone should possibly definitely do as well. And if you do, let me know as it would make me very happy. Yes, it's all really about me. No, it's not all about me. It's about you. So listen up because we're getting into the stuff which matters. But just before we do that, a reminder that if you do enjoy this episode, please do rate and review it. If you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, I love hearing from you. So find me on Insta at WonderfullyZoe, TikTok at UmfreezePod, and my website is www.umfreezepod.com. Okay, so hoping that you enjoyed the music. What I want to get into first is my morning routine. And it's basically just made up of a ton of habits, which make me feel so good. And I get asked about my morning routine the whole time, but I don't think I've ever gone into the level of detail, which I'm going to go into now. So brace, prepare, this is getting serious. And bear in mind that my morning routine changes the whole time. Like it's seasonal depending on how light it is outside, how warm it is outside, how much I have on ETC. But this is what I've basically been vibing since the new year. And this is mainly on the weekdays. I'm way more chill on the weekends. I tend to do loads of these things anyway on the weekends because they make me feel so good. But maybe not in the same order or whatever. I basically like to shake it up on the weekend. So during the weekdays, I wake up at 5.30. Technically, it's 5.25 because my alarm clock runs ahead of time. I have tried to reset it so that it's on the right time, but it honestly just goes five minutes ahead every time. So I basically just run with it. So I set up a 5.30, which wakes me up at 5.25 a.m. on Apple time. And then 
I turn the alarm off as soon as it goes off and I get up immediately. I do not contemplate staying in bed. I don't think about snoozing that alarm. Like, I don't even give myself the choice. I don't even give myself a second to do it. I just get up. I will say that I'm usually extremely excited for the day and excited to be up. I am a morning person. I just love the whole thing. You'll hopefully see why because I make my morning so fun. Next thing is hydrate. I leave my water bottle next to my bed every single night. I always wake up thirsty. So as soon as I wake up, I drink the water. I actually forgot to do this the other night for the first time in probably honestly like five years. And initially I was like, oh no, I have to go get my water. And then I was like, let's just see. Let's just see what it's like not to have my water. It was dreadful. I needed my water. So I always have my water next to me during the night. Once I've had some water, or I guess like whilst I'm having water, I then head downstairs and I journal for probably 10 minutes. And this changes every day because I really just ask myself what I need. Some days I just want to get my thoughts out like a brain dump. Some days I ask myself a specific question. What are you proud of? How do you want to feel today? Why are you feeling anxious? Whatever it is. The point is I check in with myself before I check in with the world. There are no phones involved in this process. There are no to-do lists. There's no thinking about what I have to do at work. That's a lie. There is, but I try and move away from that. Basically, I check in with myself because you have to serve yourself before you can serve others. So once the journaling is done, I meditate for probably like 10 minutes. And I think people often think that meditation is overwhelming because you need 45 minutes, you need a meditation cushion, you need the latest app, and it's just this whole thing. I literally do 10 minutes on the floor in my sitting room. That is all. But I do it every day and I keep that promise to myself and it makes me feel so good. The benefits are truly wild. My family will confirm that it has quite honestly changed me as a person. I don't know why, I don't know how, but it has just made me a better person. I am less reactive and things which used to just grind my gears do not get to me anymore. So whenever I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. I don't want to do the meditation. I literally just think about how I want to feel and how good meditation makes me feel. And I'm then like, yep, that is the life I want to live. Meditation is a gift to help me do that. And bam, the motivation comes. At the moment, I've been doing Melissa Wood health meditations. I will put the link in the show notes, but I definitely go through phases and I just switch it up depending on what I'm feeling. Next in this process is my morning coffee. Now, I sigh here because I know there is so much out there at the moment which says don't drink caffeine on an empty stomach. I get it, but here is the thing. It makes me so happy. And you know what? I'm a pretty healthy person, but I'm not perfect. No one is. So yes, I drink my coffee on an empty stomach and I love every single sip. I kind of hope that the happiness it brings me outweighs any bad effects of drinking caffeine on an empty stomach. That might be totally made up. Please don't quote me. Obviously not medical advice, but do you know what? It works for me. I use a Sage coffee machine I have at home, which is my mother's. I use oat milk. I use Oatly. I like the skinny one actually in the morning because I find the other ones 
too strong. Like they're too much for me on an empty stomach. Later on in the day, if I have another coffee, always decaf, I will have one of the fuller oat milks. But in the morning, I like the skinny one. And then, and this is probably my favorite part. I go sit on the sofa with my coffee and I do my unfreeze stuff for probably like an hour, depending on the day. If I'm going into the office, maybe a little bit less, but if I'm working from home, maybe even more. And it's funny because when I do my unfreeze, quote unquote, work, I really don't see it as work at all. Like, honestly, it's my favorite time of day because this podcast is my literal passion. It just lights me up so much having these conversations around self-awareness. So I think I really don't clock how much work goes into this whole thing. I just love it. So between like six and seven, I am doing my unfreeze work. Occasionally, if I have life admin, I'll get it done then because I just don't have the capacity to do admin at night. I don't know why I just can't do it. And then around 7am, I move into some movement and it really depends on the day. Sometimes it's a yoga flow. Sometimes it's a spin. Sometimes it's Pilates. Sometimes I'm hopping on the cross trainer once in every maybe two months I'll pick up weights but I just ask myself what I need if I'm going into the office what I'm really vibing at the moment is doing like a 30 minute yoga flow and then walking halfway into the office it's just feeling really good but movement is definitely part of my morning routine every single day it is a habit which honestly makes me feel so good and by the way when I say movement is part of my morning routine every day I don't mean a workout. I mean, sometimes it is a stretch. Sometimes it is a really slow walk around the block. It's totally variable, but I just move in some capacity. It depends on the day, my mood. We're going to get into this later, but I am the biggest advocate of having habits like movement, but leaving room for choice with regards to exactly how it looks for you to fulfill those habits on any given day. So yeah, honestly, I'm pretty much always motivated for that morning movement. Like it just makes me feel so good. So I want to do it. And I think this is a side note and I don't really have time to get into this, but I was raised in a family where movement was really celebrated and seen as something fun. And I put a box on my Instagram story asking you guys this question And so many people said movement, specifically morning movement. But of course, move at whatever time of day you fancy. I'm just definitely a morning person. So then once the movement is finito, I then shower. For me, I use a brand called Pie for my face. I absolutely love it. I am so sensitive, but it works so well for me. And then for body wash, shampoo and conditioner, I use a brand called Earth Sap. Unfortunately, it can only be sourced in South Africa, but I absolutely adore it. It's totally non-toxic. And as I said, I am so sensitive, so it feels so good for the body. I also have got to say that I've definitely made my bed by this point. I really just make my bed every day. Like I've, I've honestly just never really thought about not making my bed. Um, it's quite a production. There are quite a lot of layers. There's a lot of cushions. My boyfriend thinks I'm mental. He thinks the whole bed thing is ridiculous, i.e. how OTT my bed is. But you know what, people? It makes me happy. And my bed is for me, not for anyone else. So yeah, just a side note to say I have made my bed by this point. And then I choose my outfit for the day. And then once I'm dressed, I've got some makeup on. 
I've got my hair brushed. I then make breakfast. If I'm going into the office, it goes in a Tupperware. If I am staying at home, I just eat it there and then. If you want to know what I have for breakfast, literally just go onto my Instagram because I pretty much post it every day because I am obsessed with breakfast. I am extremely suspicious of people who don't like breakfast because it's the most delicious meal of the day. I have a sweet tooth in the morning. So for me, I'm like, how freaking cool is this? I'm basically eating pudding for breakfast. So once breakfast is done or once breakfast is made, if I'm going into the office, I then get to it. So I then leave the house if I'm going to work or I then go do my emails if I'm working from home. If I am going into work, I'll grab like a banana or something for the tube. I can't leave the house on an empty stomach. I need some fuel for that commute, that London commute. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. So that is my morning routine, people. And yes, it's a lot. But do you know what? These are the habits which just make me feel so good. But I do want to issue a reminder that what works for me might not work for you. In fact, it won't work for you. It will be different in some capacity because do you know what? We're all different people. The other thing is, yes, I wake up at 5.30, but that's because I go to bed super early and I am just such a morning person. So again, if mornings don't work for you, do some of the habits which make you feel good at night, throughout the day, whatever. Basically, tailor this to you. I feel extremely privileged that I have the capacity to take this time for myself. I don't have kids, ETC. But yeah, I'm really open to this morning routine shifting and changing. But those are the habits I come back to every morning. And there are other ones which make me feel good. I'm going to do these ones kind of quick fire because I spent so much time on the morning ones. But reading before bed... I don't know why, but it just makes the world of difference to me. It takes my mind away from all of the stuff, from work, plans, social media, what I need to do tomorrow, ETC. Reading before bed just grounds me before I go to sleep. It brings me back to the present moment. And loads of people, again, wrote in on Instagram saying what made them feel good was less screen time. And for me, reading is such a good substitute for when you're reaching for your phone, reach for your book instead. It stops you scrolling and it calms your mind. Okay. Oh, whilst I'm getting for bed, (laughs) that made no sense. I'm so sorry. I should probably take this out and edit the podcast, but I also kind of like that it's not really that edited. What I meant to say is whilst I'm getting ready for bed, I also listen to healing frequency music. I love it. You can just look it up on Spotify or Apple. So next thing on my list of habits, which make me feel good is walking places. It's a habit which I picked up recently. I think I fell out of love with London a bit. I've lived here for so long now, maybe, maybe honestly 15 years. But walking, exploring, seeing new areas is kind of reigniting my love for London. And I think there's something about just getting out in fresh air, which makes me feel so good. I truly, truly believe in the power of being outside. I don't love rain, I will say. So when it's raining, I spend less time outside, but I do nevertheless try and get some fresh air. And again, going back to this question box I did on Instagram, one of my friends wrote in and said, looking up, 
while I walk outside was one of the habits which made her feel really good. And listen, I don't know how deeply she meant this one, but I think there is something so profound in this. I think it's just a metaphor for the fact that we all need to look up more, not just when we're outside, but always, because we are so focused on constantly doing tasks, running from place to place, doing whatever's on our to-do list, making plans for the future, ETC, that we forget to just stop and take stuff in and breathe in the life that is around us. And I think that's what I do with my morning journaling. I just try to appreciate what is going on, what are the feelings which are coming up, what is the good stuff in life, regardless of how trivial or small it seems, like these flowers sitting in front of me. Next thing on the list, home-cooked food, obsessed. I really like cooking. I'm not a very good cook. I keep it super simple, but it makes me feel good to cook from scratch and just pour tons of love into it. It feels really good. And finally, there are so many more things I want to talk about, but the last thing I will mention is tidying the spaces around me as I go. I can't operate in a messy environment. I can't do it. I've tried it. I can't do it. I never have been able to. I probably never will. So I just take a few minutes, whether it's washing up after a meal, putting away clothes after my closet has exploded because I couldn't decide what to wear. So I got everything out or whatever it is. I just make sure I clean up my spaces as I go. Oh, one last one. I know I said the last one was the last one, but plot twist, this is the last one. I feel like I could do a whole episode just on these habits, but I want to get into talking about habits more generally. So my absolute favorite thing that someone wrote in via Instagram was that something which makes them feel good is if something takes them less than two minutes to do, they do it immediately because they feel like they've achieved loads if they do this. I love this. I think doing that also creates momentum because you're like, oh my goodness, I did that thing. I can do the next thing. I'm literally there like, wow, yes, I washed that dish. Now I could probably just sort out my whole life, buy a house, move to another country, maybe also get a dog, even though I don't like dogs. The point is, and sorry, that was so overdramatic, but the point is I so agree that getting the small things done as and when they come up is fabulous. So I love that one. Okay, so some thoughts I wanna share on habits more broadly. And the reason I want to talk about this is because, as I said at the start, I think there is so much noise around habits that we can almost get carried away with creating habits and sticking to habits simply for the sake of the habit rather than for how that habit serves us. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is I think we've got to be careful not to get too obsessed or rigid or carried away with habits such that we do them mindlessly because we've got to be conscious of our why, why we're doing the habit. How is it serving you? How is it benefiting you in order to get the most magic out of that habit? So thinking of an example, meditation, you really need to understand why you are meditating rather than meditating because you're 
favorite Instagram influencer is doing it. So for me, the reason I meditate is to find an inner sense of calm, which I can come back to throughout the day when I'm feeling stressed or when I'm feeling ungrounded. So when I sit down to meditate, I am very conscious of not doing the meditation to take it off my to-do list or to post it on Instagram or so I can be like someone else, ETC. I'm conscious that I am doing it for the specific purpose of finding calm among the chaos. So I'm intentional about what it is that I want from the meditation and I focus in on that intention. But also, and I think I have spoken about this on the podcast before, I believe that if a habit becomes too routine and too ingrained into your schedule, you can lose sight of whether the habit is even serving you. And different habits serve different people and even a habit which served you three years ago might not serve you now. So in my view, you can't push a habit to the point where you do it on autopilot. Otherwise, you lose the capacity to check in with yourself to see if the habit is still good for you. So if we take the example of exercise, if you get into the habit of working out five times a week, there might come a point where for whatever reason, your body is super fatigued or you're really tired or you're not well, in which case the habit of exercising five times a week might be harming you. And so you shouldn't blindly follow the habit just because you're on autopilot to do so, but you should adjust you should pivot according to where you are in that moment. So basically, to summarize, I think it's a dance, like a really fun dance, a fluid dance of having habits you can keep coming back to because they make you feel good, but also constantly checking in with yourself to make sure those habits are serving you in the way you want them to. Habits are great. Habits can be so helpful. I love a good habit, but listen, life is for living and being in the moment. And ending on the theme of dancing, that's another habit. I think dancing is good for the soul. If you can, try dance today. That is my challenge to you. If you do it, let me know. I want to hear from you. You can find me on Insta at WonderfullyZoe, TikTok at UnfreezePod. My website is www.unfreezepod.com. If you did enjoy this episode, rate and review it. Let me know thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, and I'm sending tons of love as always. Bye.